welcome to the Rhythms podcast today. We are looking at overcoming fear and anxiety, such an important topic in the current climate of our world. I remember about 18 years ago, I was a fairly new Christian and I just jumped at the chance to go on a mission trip overseas to Thailand with people in our church. And we stopped on our way to this destination. We stopped at this little orphanage. It was impromptu. And basically I was part of the dance team and I was asked, well, do you guys want to jump up and do you want to do your performance and practice in front of these kids? Now we were in front of an audience of about 15 children. They were about four, five years old. We didn't speak the same language. I wasn't seeing them again. And yet I had a panic attack on this little stage in this remote village for whatever reason. And it might sound silly to you, but what was really going on was a different conversation in my head. It wasn't about the four and five-year-olds that were present, but there was a false narrative that I had in my mind, some irrational thinking, and I was worried about what all the adults in the room thought. There was a conversation going on in my head that I didn't deserve to be on this trip who was I? Why was I even here? What did I have to offer? And all those anxious thoughts that had been building up over days came to this head in this one moment on stage. And I, as I ran off stage, uh, very embarrassed, trying to mask what had happened and just pretending I needed a glass of water and had forgotten the, the dance, one of the pastors saw what was really happening and she came alongside me and encouraged me. And here's one of the first things out of that conversation that I learned about fear. The thing about fear and anxiety is it gives us thoughts that are often irrational and not true. But when you start to verbalize those thoughts to somebody else and you listen to what you're actually saying, what happens is you realize how silly some of the things are that you're thinking. If you've ever um, seen a child who's scared of the dark, you go into their room, you have a chat to them, and there's a big shadow that's scaring them. And it seems like a big monster and it's enormous and you turn on the light and it's the shadow from a tiny, cute little fluffy teddy bear. The thing about fear and anxiety is that it has a perception of power. And when we speak out the things that are worrying us, consuming us with somebody else, we bring it into the light and we diminish the perception of power that fear and anxiety has. When I was chatting to this pastor in Thailand, she gave me a scripture and it was a scripture given to encourage me. But what it really became was a pattern for my life over the last 18 years. This scripture is, is the pattern of prayer that I use when particularly I'm anxious or worried about something and so I wanted to share that with you today. It's out of the Passion Translation and it's Philippians 4, 6 and 7. It says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. As people who want to overcome fear and anxiety, there's a few things we can pick up in that scripture. The first thing is this, let's be people who fix our gaze on Jesus. Let's watch what we feed on. Social media and the news right now pulls us in so many different directions of worry and fear. 
there are people right now who might not be the healthiest people for you to be having conversations with. Find people who will fill you with hope, who will fill you with faith, who will lift the conversation to something greater than fear. Let's be people who are saturated in prayer. In other words, continually throughout our day, let's converse with God. Let's be mindful of him. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to be with us, to give us wisdom, to give us discernment as we navigate our day. The third thing is this. There's a posture to prayer. It says present faith-filled requests to God. Now, here's the thing. Faith-filled requests doesn't mean denying reality. We don't have to pretend with God. In fact, faith-filled requests in uncertain times are simply acknowledging our reality through the lens of truth. Faith in action is simply acknowledging our reality through the lens of truth. Maybe your prayer looks like this, God, I don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. I'm worried about my job. I'm tired. I'm not sleeping well. But God, your word says you will never leave me or forsake me. So God, I'm handing this worry over to you. I trust that you are with me, that you are Jehovah Jireh, you are my provider, that you've got me covered. It's real, it's faith-filled, and we're talking to a God who can do something about our situation. It says to uh, present these requests with overflowing gratitude. Why don't you get a journal out, write down all the things that you're grateful for in your life. The exercise of doing this, it fills our heart with hope, It allows us to be overflowing with gratitude and it reminds us of the good things that God has done for us in the past. This scripture tells us to tell God everything. It's so easy for us to talk to other people. We tell everybody else our problems, but sometimes we forget to take them to God. And the best thing is, is that God cares about everything we want to share with him. He already knows everything about us. He's waiting for us to draw near to him so he can draw near to us. And finally, we're given a promise. God's wonderful peace. It says at the end in verse seven, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. I'm so grateful that Jesus died on the cross for us to restore us back into right relationship with our heavenly father. And I'm so glad that he gives us a promise of peace that doesn't make sense in relation to our circumstances. This has been my practice for the last 18 years of praying out the pattern that's in Philippians 4. I hope it's been an encouragement to you as you find new rhythms in these new days. 